0: When it's different, it's different, go position by position, ain't no issue, commission, as a commission, I just listen. They envision my vision and my division, I'm stealing, cause I be willing and deal if I meet a trade, cause I'm a fiend. I'm a junkie, ay, and I'm a junkie, ay, ain't no denying my supply, I'm a junkie, ay. See, I'm a junkie, ay, and I'm a junkie, ay, be getting high off my supply, I'm a junkie, ay.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Dynasty Junkies, episode 124. Coming to you sort of live, I guess, if you're watching us on YouTube at the DAP Network or on Twitter, of course, at DAP underscore network. Watching the second half of the football game. we got a fun podcast up here for you tonight. We're going to be talking playoffs and how much fun that's going to be. Uh, Rocky is running a little bit late, but he'll be here shortly. I'm sure he's excited to speak and get this going. But before we do that, we have our guest here tonight, Matt Chester, the FF Matt Jester.
2: How are you doing, Matt? Hey, buddy. I'm good. How are you?
1: Oh, doing great. Glad to have you on tonight. I know you're with the I believe, right?
2: Yeah. um, It's dynasty football factory. It's uh, you can find them on Twitter. It's at DFF underscore dynasty.
1: Perfect. Um, No. And I know you, I think you've, I think you've been on this show before, correct?
2: Yeah. Uh, I think around week six, probably.
1: That sounds about right. All right. So glad to have you back then at that point. And obviously it's one of those things where, you know, we like to have a ton of different voices on this show and we'd like to make sure that we bring on some different people with some different ideas and different topics. So again, thanks for joining us tonight. We're going to be talking about some playoff stuff. We're going to be talking about, you know, all the news and headlines. We've got a great find me a trade for Scott coming up. And like I said, Rocky will get here when he gets here. But before we get too deep, let's talk about week 14. Let's look back before we look ahead. Uh, I know week 14 had some good headlines, I guess, or some good storylines. Maybe is a better way to put it. I put it first on the show sheet because it's first in my heart. Baker might be the real deal. Like honestly, like this is what a roller coaster Baker Mayfield has been. Did you watch any of that game? Were you excited by that as much as I was?
2: I wasn't excited about that at all. No, no. Was, <laughs> you know, good for him. A uh, little bit of life, a little bit of breath. Good, good for anybody that's still hanging on. Uh, what are you, what are you selling them for? What are you buying them for?
1: Well, so obviously, I I only have him in a couple of leagues where he was thrown in on trades, right? Where Like in Superflex, I will take any quarterback on a throw-in. You never know when they're going to get the job, much like we're seeing tonight with Brock Purdy and Geno Smith. A year ago, I don't think anybody predicted this matchup on Thursday Night Football, right? Quarterbacks can, and again, we're seeing it a lot this week, too. We've got some crazy quarterbacks starting. In addition to that, with Lamar out, we've got Huntley starting. There was some talk that Josh Johnson might start tonight's game, or Anthony Brown, I think was the guy's name, that might start for Baltimore. There's quarterback issues all over the place it feels like
2: that. i saw somebody tweet that in a list of who should i start and it was like dk metcalf uh and then there's like a bunch of heavy hitters and they threw anthony brown in the middle and i was like well this is this i thought it was you know you got to check some people like uh, yeah. uh what's his name jordan
1: uh oh yeah jordan jordan lupe right jordan yeah.
2: Lupe. yeah he's he's always parody and you you read this stuff and you're like what no way and you're like oh it's that dude he's joking around and i saw this list and they're like who should i start aj brown and Anthony Brown was on there, and I was like, oh, they got to be kidding around. And I looked it up, and I was like, wow, we are just in the thick of things. <laughs> it is exhausting. It is a whirlwind, man. I'm, I am i didn't do much homework because I got caught up uh, looking at just who was leading this week in, in points, in different positions. And uh, you, about half of the top 15 running backs are just people that three weeks ago weren't to anybody. Uh, I think there's like six quarterbacks that are now in play. It's just a <laughs> – Who's it's serving ride on the side of the road? Because this is exhausting.
1: It's a it's a wild ride. I know. And it's one of those things too. Again, back to Baker, even like who saw Baker Meatfield starting on Thursday night football and, and actually pulling out a victory in the last two and a half minutes? You know, like hey, I don't I, think anybody started him, but my God, what a game.
2: Whereas so I'm in Scott Fishbowl, and I'm barely clinging on. I'm I gotta I'm thinking about benching uh Mike Evans for like Chris Moore. Is that his name on the Houston Texans? Yes. I and, think so, uh, yes, or Richie James if he's out of concussion protocol. Like they're just they're they're putting up so many more points. It's a bonkers year. It's such an upside down year. What up, yeah,
1: Dave? No, I know. Thanks, Dave, for checking in on the chat tonight. Got some others I'm sure that'll be joining. Uh, in in addition to Baker, obviously, there's some other bigger headlines. I want. I'll just kind of read through them and then we can kind of pick and choose which ones we want. But these are the ones that kind of tickled my fancy this week. Was Dobbins is back? Evan Ingram. That's the headline. That's all you need. Evan Ingram. Higgins and Boyd both hurt putting up pretty much goose eggs in, in starting and everybody expected them to play uh, is Brady done after last week's Brock Purdy explosion on Sunday night that was crazy Lamar is hurt are we worried about him long term Bam Knight is he for real and then Russell Wilson so like which of these headlines do you want to dive into first any of these that you kind of are, are you know attracted to more than the others.
2: Um, do you know if there were any that Rocky didn't have any plans for since he's uh, <laughs> still skipping him over?
1: Nope. He, you're, you're good to go. As soon as he jumps in, he'll jump in, but you can take on any of these you want.
2: Oh my goodness. Um, why, why, why don't do you hear your favorite? Because I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember. You just went through a whole bunch of things.
1: I know. I'll go I'll go start and say Evan Ingram. That was crazy to me, too. Evan Ingram's rise and kind of, you know, coming out of nowhere. Nobody expected that. I I still think he's got talent. I still think Evan Ingram's one of those guys that, not, especially in tight end premium, you're going to start more often than not uh, just because the tight end landscape is brutal right now. And that offense is kind of clicking. So I love that Evan Ingram headline kind of showing up out of nowhere and blowing up. That was great. I also loved seeing Brady kind of struggle. I always kind of like that. Uh, I, as much as you want to say the San Francisco offense dominated the Buccaneers defense, Brady doesn't play defense. He still couldn't get it done. Now, granted, San Francisco's defense is pretty stout, but Brady should be able to do that. Like that was that was just mind blowing to me watching that game unfold. So those are kind of the two that were just the most shocking to me. On top of Baker, which was my favorite thing of the whole week. But and uh, and actually, on that note, the one thing that was related, and I know this was, this came up on Twitter too. Uh, it was I think it was two or three weeks ago where Tom Brady had that same kind of end of the game comeback, you know, kind of came out of nowhere, down 17 to three or 16. To three a in, weeks
2: in a row. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And then he won 17, 16. And then Baker did almost the exact same thing this past week on Thursday, which was hilarious. Like of all the things of all the times, I remember I said something to my wife about it. and She goes, didn't you just tell me the story? I'm like, I did. But it was different players. And at the opposite end of the spectrum, you have Tom Brady, you know, Hall of Famer, potentially greatest quarterback of all time and then you've got baker mayfield who may be one of the biggest busts of all time so it's just sure nuts how things happen like that you know
2: yeah and, but it's funny that like the stories d- directly translated like <clears throat> trans transposed over each other whatever and uh it would have been nice if if baker went out and whatever brady said after his comeback i think he said just like we wrote it up it didn't he say that Yep, he came just, out, like guy, just like we planned yeah. it. Just like we planned it, guys, or something. Yeah. And everything, you know that everybody chuckled. If Baker came out and said the same exact thing, people would be like, oh, that's uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he's a little cocky himself, baker. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, but I know they else? talked about um, it. You know, you, you want to talk about Baker a little bit. It is interesting. Uh he's worth a third even on a rebuild. Uh, I think so. Yeah. You know, Stafford is he's aging, he's all rickety. Uh he got his thing done and every the, the team is falling apart um you know from the skeleton outwards and well, made, I think they, you, made, you asked this
1: you asked this before. Sorry to interrupt, you asked this before like what would I buy and what would I sell them for? I would definitely buy him for a third. I think it's worth it. Third pick, third round picks are kind of you know a flash in the pan, kind of a dart throw anyway. Um, and they're usually pretty easy to get too, which is nice. Uh, but I will say that I don't know if I'd sell them for a third, as odd as that sounds. I feel like I'd rather hold on and just sort of see how the ride goes, especially this year. Now, again, if you're in a league that doesn't have a trade deadline and you can still trade, you know, more power to you, you're doing things right. But I also feel like a lot of teams are a lot of leagues anyway, are past their deadline and can't trade them anyway. But when the season ends, Baker Mayfield could be on the move again and go somewhere else, right? He could go to, I wouldn't say Carolina, but obviously he's not going back there, but there are a couple of teams that need quarterbacks that he could land with that could make his value kind of entertaining again. So I don't know. I, I just want to hold him. I want to have him on my team if I can help it. Kind of, you know, go from there.
2: For sure. <clears throat> I think my and most. We, of... Oh, what's going on, Rocky? We've got
1: Rocky joining the oh, podcast. Is, How are is, you, Rocky? Is
2: there a show tonight?
3: Yeah. Hey,
2: <laughs> hey you're Matt.
1: you're good. We're we're doing it already. We're halfway through. No, I'm just kidding. We oh, just nice. started.
3: What a coincidence! But <laughs> I can make
1: it. <laughs> yeah, glad you can make it too, Rocky. We got we're just talking about headlines so far. So feel free to catch up uh, if you have the show sheet open. There, we're talking about Baker Mayfield an awful lot. Uh, any of those other headlines you want to talk about, Matt, before we let Rocky pick one, since he's still catching up? Um,
2: do you trust Zonovan this week?
1: Ooh. Man, I don't know. That, that. That's why I said the question I asked even was, is Bam Knight for real? Like, is this someone we're willing to trust in our playoffs? I feel like his floor is really low because the Jets offense has a really low floor in general. I don't have to make that decision in any league. I didn't get him on any waivers. I didn't have him on any taxi squads I, you know, I have zero shares of Zonovan Knight. Um, but I'll tell you what, the way that the running back landscape is going with a lot of these running backs, like Ramondre Stevenson, obviously being questionable. You know, you got some other running backs that are just kind of underperforming and, and not showing up. I wouldn't be shocked if you have to start him. So I don't want to, but if I have to, I will, I
2: guess that's the best answer I can give you. What about you? Uh, he's fine. I'm, it's, <clears throat> you just got to make do with what you can at this point. Um, a lot of teams are, a lot of teams are struggling. Even some of the teams that, uh, made it the furthest for me, they're skin and bones. Basically, you just got to fill in where you can.
3: Yeah. I got some of those that are in the playoffs, but, but limping to the, to the finish line here. Sure. Uh, but I don't know that I'm starting Zonovan Knight anywhere. Uh, I think th- I can't remember who their opponent is this week. I don't I just have a hard. I know he's played fairly well, but I, I just have a hard time trusting him. And I, I do trust the pass catchers, but I, I just I don't know why the 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 running backs just scare me. You know, if Carter's getting healthier, then then he's going to take the passing work. And Donovan's kind of dependent on touchdowns. I feel like so. So yeah, he's. I, I'm not really that interested in in night.
1: Well, like I said, if you have to, then go for it, right? But I don't think you're benching him for Tony Pollard or, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Like, you're not making that kind of decision. It's more like he could be a flex play for you, something like that. And with the way injuries have gone, I, you know, I've got a couple of teams yeah, that are just if you're like banged up, limping enough. Gone, you can throw yeah. it yeah. up.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> if that's if why I'm having limping. trouble picking which headline to, to focus on, because it's basically like all these decisions are the same and they're keep your head above water, whatever you need to do.
1: <laughs> well, and that's why, again, I, I kind of got into a discussion with some people on Twitter today, even where I was like, I'm starting Ken Walker. I don't really want to, but there are so many injuries. I know he's playing and come Sunday, Ooh. that might be vital. You know, I, I one league I've got Zeke Elliott, Aaron Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, and Ken Walker. I'll be honest, like, Ramondre Stevenson might not play at all. Aaron Jones is now coming up questionable on Monday night. Like, I can't risk not having anybody. You know what I mean? Like,
2: Are you starting Dylan anywhere? Because I am not right.
1: yet. Okay. I am not yet. I do have Dylan on a couple teams, but I'm not – I haven't heard that much news yet because it's Monday. It's a day behind everybody else. So I'm thinking we'll hear a little bit more tomorrow about whether he'll be good to go. Obviously, I want to know more
2: before Sunday lineups lock in, but it's kind of what we have him for.
1: Right. Right. It's you know? mm-hmm. why you have Dylan. It's exactly for the, right.
2: For the stretch in the winter when they're just pounding it <clears throat> in the snow and they need the 240 pound dude with the uh, tree trunks. It was a more
3: interesting yeah. when their offense was actually good, though. Well, yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah for sure. And yeah, the you Green know, Bay I, offense I, is not stellar right now.
2: Yeah. One 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 hope that I had uh, preseason was that he'd get hundred points through the air. I think he'd be a an easy RB one if he could do that. I thought they were going to use him more, and they did in the first game, and everybody got really excited. I think he like a tw- he and Kareem Hunt, I think, killed it week one, and then they just fell away and uh, crushed all of our dreams. But um, if this is if if he does end up being on a bad offense and just needing to be down there to punch it down their throats and catch six passes a game, then uh, yeah, that's that. I'll be vindicated for all my Dylan Love offseason.
1: Well, here's Wyatt in the chat. If he keeps his volumes on him and is a low-end RB2, obviously back to Zonovan Knight, I agree with that. He he could end up being a low-end RB2, but that's hard to trust too much. Plus, the Lions have been tough against the run. That's a good point, too. Like, that matchup's not great either if they're playing the Lions. You're right, that we weren't looking at that yet. But, again, just to kind of wrap it up on Bam Knight, I mean, even low-end RB2, that's not someone you're excited about putting in your lineup, Right. It's more like, I don't have anyone else get in there and figure it out, right? That's yeah, kind of what Dylan
2: feels like too, right? It's same structural, thing. it's structural packed work, you know, yeah. you got there, you just got to maintain like filling out points to spots, however you can.
1: Well, and, and just kind of in a sidebar, I just made a trade in a league where I am in the playoffs. It's the the top three get buys and then seeds four and five play each other for that last spot. So it's kind of a five out of 12 get in the playoffs to make it harder in the playoffs, Right. And one of the guys in that four or five matchup, his two quarterbacks are Lamar and Kyler. I mean, that's. Is this the league,
2: is this the league we're trading in right now? No, 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 no. Because that's hot rodders. We'll talk yeah. about that later.
1: I know. We'll get into that. But okay. this this guy has got both of those on his team. And so he's like, that's I need sweet. quarterbacks. He's in the playoffs. Like, I need points. I can't, you know, he's out if he loses. So I traded him Brock Purdy for Antonio Gibson. And I put the poll up on Twitter Wait, and I was just like. Up. Straight up, Brock, because I'm wow. in the playoffs. I don't need Brock Purdy. I picked him up no. on waivers two weeks ago last week, you know, and I picked him up and I'm now trading him for Antonio Gibson because he's got running back depth. He needs, a, he needs a quarterback to start. I mean, that's where the positional things come in handy. And somebody quote tweeted it and was like, is this really a tweet and is this really a trade? And I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, there are people out there that get desperate this time of year where they just got to start making decisions about, like, I got to win. You know, like, I, I, can't, look, I can't look ahead. I got to get through this one week and my injuries got, are killing yeah. me. I'm still not giving up Gibson for Purdy. Well, neither. I I was happy to do it. It's like getting Gibson (laughs) off waivers. You know what I mean? Like all the gladly pick up Gibson off waivers. Like as much as you want to trash him.
2: Kyler got hurt on Monday night, like 30 minutes before or three hours or something. You know, we don't know who's awake in our leagues, and I snatched up some Kyler before deadline. But by the end of the game, like it is that time, people get desperate. you You picked up Mm -hmm. Kyler. Yeah, he got hurt and I traded somebody. I think they're they are they have only oh got, you
1: traded for him. Gotcha you, gotcha. You. Yeah,
2: they they only have two uh they only have two QBs. They won last year. They're 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 really good. Uh but their only two QBs remaining are Hertz and Heineke.
1: Yeah, that that's so, so I
2: gave him uh <laughs> Heineke's backup. Who was it? Uh not Correa. not Matt Corral. Who's the other guy? Sam Howell.
1: Howell, yeah. So, so I gave
2: him Sam Howell. I gave him uh Jalen Hurts backup as Minshew. And I gave them Kirk Cousins and like a third or something. And they gave me Kyler, but it was just, it's that pinch, you know, where you've got to, I had all my, I had all my leagues ready at the, and over the last few weeks, you know, I've got to, we were talking about it, uh, Andrew, about, you know, having our leagues more organized and having pages to see what, what, Mm -hmm. you know, where our teams stand in each league just to stay organized. If, if you know, if you do this as like a portfolio style or, or too many, um, <laughs> right, it, just to have a note by each league, and I would name my leagues on sleeper like week fourteen deadline would be my team name, so I could just go down and be like, okay, well this one is in a pinch, this one is in a pinch, and I'd, you know I'd be able to separate them from there and be like, okay, this is a win now, this is a win later, and uh, you know when things like that happen, you got to be planning. You know, if an elite get, if an elite quarterback gets hurt, then in this league, uh, I've got these three things that I can go throw somebody for that, and um when these you know it's preparation opportunity
1: yeah well and then you're right I mean this is the time to strike if you're out of the playoffs and you're in a a league that
2: allows trading still it's so free to move go get those sort nice to be able to keep trading at this time of year oh
1: well especially like I was just saying like in this league this this you know if there weren't if there if you weren't allowed to trade that guy would be dead in the water you know what I mean? Like yeah, and I wouldn't have Kyler Murray.
2: And it would hurt. So it, just, it would hurt that's the, the builder thing. just as much. That's
3: the yep. thing. That people get upset. Like, with, that they want trade deadlines and don't like. Like, I used to be one of those people who didn't want to. I know. Who wanted a trade deadline. Uh, and it, it really benefits the bad teams. Like, people worried that the good teams are going to, like, you know, just get all these players and buy a title in, after, you know, 14 weeks of the regular season. It's like. It, no what it really does is you know you guys are getting ridiculous deals for right. for Brock Purdy's and 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 <laughs> exactly. you're getting Kyler's yeah. super duper and I love cousins but that was a ridiculous
2: oh dude it's not fair yeah, yeah for sure and, and he was it like, was like what, that yeah. trade makes me want to puke and I'm like yeah well you know not if you got a not if you have like a victory candy bar in your mouth it yeah <laughs> but, right. i mean
3: it, 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 you see it happen towards the end of the regular season too but in the playoffs when you can actually taste that championship People will do stupid things sometimes. Sure, so. well, <laughs> and you know what? And That's and, the benefit. Yeah,
2: but then on the other hand, like you got to think about it. It kind of if that was my only second quarterback, um, Kyler might not come back till you know maybe week ten. He might not uh, get his rushing ability back at all next year. He might lose a lot of value. He might be like a, a like I I bought I never had any J.K. Dobbins, but I I got a few. Um, he got hurt then he had these you know videos in the off season where he was like jumping out of a pool with weights on or something or yeah. you know, whatever, whatever they always do and they're coming back and people got all hyped up and um you just gotta remember like give him five weeks and see see what happens and it usually works out with with him because then you can buy him when it comes back <clears throat> poorly sometimes it doesn't work out like Godwin came back pretty strong you know he didn't Mm -hmm. I don't know if he has a dip right now but Dobbins did and you could get him and then sell him as soon as he comes back like he is right now and I wonder if uh Javante is going to kind of be the same thing where you got to ride different waves as he and, and predict like slow comebacks and and uh you know micro markets I guess yeah, players,
1: and so. I think too. This is a perfect kind of a pivot in a way. We're already kind of talking about it. Our main topic, of course, is fantasy playoffs. Let's get to talk about them playoffs, baby. Uh, I think uh, the playoffs are an interesting time for a lot of us because, especially when I when I started in fantasy, and I think all of us did, this, had one league. And that one league was everything. Right. And if you didn't make the playoffs, your season was over. You're like, well, I tried it. I'll do it again next year. Well, I the reason I started joining leagues, of course, was a number of reasons. But one of them was I wanted to try different formats and play in leagues with different people and all this. But after I got to about 10 or 12, I was like, oh, wait, now my odds are really good to make the playoffs. Like now, I you know, if I'm in 12 leagues, I'm probably bound to make the playoffs in six of them. Mm-hmm. And of the six, I might win one of them. So like they're right there as a reason to join more leagues. Like you're almost guaranteed to win at least one of them. You know what I mean? Like. So I think that makes it more fun. And then obviously the the question then comes in, like, well, if you have 20 teams, how many of those make the playoffs? Like, how many actually do it? And so I, I put out a thing on Twitter where I'm in 17 leagues, and I think I made the playoffs in 12 of them. I was happy with that. Like, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Like, more than half. Uh, some of them were, you know, obvious rebuilds and, like, never meant to make the playoffs. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, there was no chance. So I'm not upset about missing it. And so I feel like my season went about as
2: good as it could go from a two thirds is really nice. Two thirds is a, is a nice benchmark.
1: Yeah. And from what I <laughs> wanted to have happen, like all the leagues that missed were ones that I thought were going to miss. It, well, except for one trade addicts. One actually Rocky was the one I was like, I might squeak into the playoffs. <laughs> I did not squeak into the playoffs. I had a rough mm-hmm. last week and did not make it, but that's okay. I'll take the one Oh six. My whole team. It was just, wow. it was a, it was really a group effort on that one. They, they just didn't show up when I needed them, but Uh, I guess, Rocky, out of your, you know, 30, 40 teams or whatever you're in, are you seeing the same kind of success where you're in about two thirds or what do you think?
3: Yeah, I was actually I hadn't done the math while you were talking. I was actually I have like all my tabs open on my phone. So for all my leagues, I have like 40 tabs open. So,
2: yeah, (laughs) um, because you use all MFL browsers. Yep. Yes. Okay. I, I don't use the app. I, I use the site. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh
3: I believe it is twenty seven of forty. No, That's twenty-seven of thirty-nine. And and I, and I'm still alive in SFP, so let's count that. There you me. go. Same hey. here, hey, <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey. Oh you two? What are y'all yes. where are y'all at? What y'all I'm at me. like seven oh four uh, or
1: something. I'm not I'm I, right. I had a rough week last I'm week. I looked
3: to this morning, I'm three oh six, I believe. Ooh, buddy! Yeah, Ooh, you got to be top 500 this week. So yeah, you top 500. There.
2: I barely made the cutoff. I think I went like from the, the 900s into the 800s or something like that. <laughs> um, we'll see yeah, how it I, goes. But it's, I wasn't
3: amazing, but I had a pretty solid uh, average that's been helping me too. Same. Um, yeah. I was like, uh, I think coming into man, the playoffs, I was like four or something. Yeah.
2: So many of these individual de- decisions, like I had Joe Flacco. And I and I had him on the bench, of course, and I played Tannehill and Tannehill got zero points and Flacco got thirty. Right. And I did the math and that's like two points on the average for the whole season. Just that just that one. So I was like, Oh, I can't do that again. So I put <laughs> Flacco in and he got negative like eight points and Tannehill got thirty points. So I, so then I'm like, that's that's Four and a half points on my average every single yep. week, I'm gonna have to make up for it. And every time that that little thing happened, like I I'd do the math and it would just eat away at me. What, what the end of the season <laughs> average would be like, oh, I just went from 149 to 146, oh, I just went from 146 to 143, and like I just gotta make. So I got I drafted so many Lions because it's, about, it's kind of a. Oh, did you really?
1: Oh yeah. Who'd
2: oh, you yeah. get? I mean, who'd you stack? I at? got
1: Goff. I got Hawkinson. I got Jameson Williams, who I haven't even started yet. I have and all three of
2: those. We have. And I, I had. had,
1: uh, I had another. Those. I had another Lions player. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I did. Lions and Bengals are my two stacks.
2: Did you have any so did, running backs, or do you have? Because you're from Ohio, huh?
1: I well, yeah. So we. I was in the Canton live. One of the Canton live drafts. So. I, I really wanted to stack Burrow. I was at the third pick and I really wanted to stack Burrow. Or second pick, I think. Second or third? No, it was third. And I wanted to stack uh, Burrow and Chase. And Chase went right before me on the turn, like on the second round. But I got Burrow, Higgins, Boyd, McPherson. And so I was like, I'm happy with those four. Like, you know, McPherson is my
2: kicker. I'm, I'm definitely fine with that. Can you necessity. imagine Samaje?
1: <clears throat> oh, I really. I, such
2: a nice little twist. And for But still,
1: I, I, I just have a hard time starting Samaje P. Ryan. You know what I mean? Like, when would I ever throw him in my lineup? Like, yeah, he blows up. But he's a terrific best ball player. Um, and he, like in the two best ball leagues that I'm well, in. He's a,
2: he's a bell cow handcuff.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's a There's 1A to Mixon 1B. Was I mean, That's true. Actually, when Mixon was that, you could start him. But even then there are some weeks that he does okay with, with Mixon in there. Um, but I was going to say like the two Bosch leagues I'm in that are best ball. I had uh, Jamal Williams in one of them and I'm I'm in the middle in both and they're their best ball with, with Bosch. It's like all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be top of the crop. So I was like trading some players and making some moves and all this. And I remember trading away Jamal Williams. I was just like, the fact that he has value is, is insane, but he does, especially
2: in ball, because he's scoring touchdowns all over the place. So Yeah, and you don't need to just, decide when he's going to – because he's not – it's not necessarily the rest of the production, but it's a lot of, like, two-touchdown games. And you're like, yep, well – Yep, I'm,
1: eight yards, two-touchdowns. Okay. Want to make that choice. <laughs> yeah, better than Swift, who I started, who had, you know, seven <laughs> yards and no-touchdowns. So I got yeah.
2: Swift in two leagues. I got Jamal because he was cheap in a, in a few dynasty leagues, but um, – in a best ball, I, I I'll always pair uh, h- hard hitting handcuffs or cheap cheap handcuffs. Like it's easy in best ball because uh, you know it's it's the choice is made for you. Right. You know even even if uh, you know Mixon comes back and all of a sudden Samaji Piran outscores him because he ha- he has a, a touchdown. For, you know it's a it's not fair to to us. We call it lineup setters.
3: Yes. I don't I don't like lineups. By the way, with Williams, did you see that? I think it's changed now after the Chiefs game. Did you see that stat a couple weeks ago where Jamal Williams had more touchdowns than the Broncos after Wilson. like week 12?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't want to talk about Russell Wilson. I'm, he, he's hurt me too deep to my core. I have way too many shares of him that I'm never going to get rid
3: of now. And then by the time everybody's benching him, for sure, he has like a three touchdown game against the Chiefs.
2: <laughs> I've never had a Russell Wilson, but I'm in a, a startup draft right now with Thomas Tipple Is a full tilt, uh, Lee, yep. and I have my first Russell Wilson because like I'm in like round nine or something. So yeah, I'll take that. Of course, of course.
1: Nice. Well, so yeah. the next question I had regarding playoffs, which are there any similarities between your playoff teams? Like this is something I like to look at too. Like where did I go right? What did I do correctly? Like where where was I? Like okay, I've hit on all these guys. You kind of mentioned it too before, like with the lions there. But Rocky, I'll kick it to you first. Like, are there any similarities across your twenty seven playoff teams that you were like strong at QB, weak at QB, like anything
3: you can tell? Do you really have to ask that question, Andrew? I already know, but I wanted to set you up for it. <laughs> uh, the, most of them, I uh, yeah, are super flex teams where I skimped at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, cool. I, I have many teams like. It's the, the fantasy timeline listener league, which I am in with uh Jerry O'Shea, friend of the show. Um, he uh, our team was good last year, it's it's number one by like 150 points this year. Our quarterbacks are Cousins and Brady, so uh, I have a lot of teams like that. Uh, good because the rest of the team is so damn good. We got Kelsey, we got Barkley, we got well, Waddle, just- we got Amon we got nice.
2: Why are they still those quarterbacks? At this point, when there's because so many I... freebies that could like possibly boost it, what do you mean? Um, <clears throat> are you still just riding those guys into the playoffs? Yeah, are who's your backups? Are you nervous? Uh, I, I could not. We, the, we, uh, we,
3: we actually did pick up Purdy, okay? Cool, yeah, yeah. we got him off. There's just
2: there. so many freebies out right now. Like, you can go get Dalton for probably a third, you can go get. You know, I don't know how Mike White's ribs no, are doing. You might there.
1: even be able to get golf for a third in the right league. Like there are some uh, people that are
2: I, I just hit a simple, you might work I, crazy. You I can. bought a second. And a th- I bought golf for a second, and a third. Um, Gino for a second, like two hundred three in one league. Uh, two late seconds in another league. Like there's there's just good good talent to be had, and we don't know uh, you know how much longer they'll do. So it's it feels like a time to reap.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. There's I, not I, a lot of solid quarterbacks right now. It feels like the quarterback position has become like tight end where there's like five good ones and the rest are just kind of like meh. And yeah, yeah and I feel
2: like five to seven waiver wire ones kind of. Yeah. yeah.
3: That just plays into what I, norm- I normally do anyway to me. Cause yeah, I mean, it's great if you have one or two of the three or four good quarterbacks, but most people, you know, don't. And I'm already set up that way where I don't. <laughs> and I have like two stud running backs and uh, an RB two and, four stud receivers, you know, yeah. uh, a Kelsey or an Andrews. So uh, it, it, this year is kind of like perfect <laughs> for what I usually do anyway. And and I've had pretty good success. We'll see how the playoffs go. Uh, I actually was even better last year um, in terms of not necessarily percentage of teams, but I had like, I think like 14 buys out of like oh, 27 nice. playoff teams or something like that. And oh, wow. I didn't have that this year, but I only won four titles with those 14 Buy team. So, uh, uh, so it's still it, four titles, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. But four, yeah. I, I was hoping for it more with sense. that many it's teams. Half of half. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was hoping. And, and, and I think at least one of the teams that won was not one of those teams that had a buy. I, I had one team. I think it was like a six seed that, that had like, uh, oh, I love those. those penny, are My favorite titles. Yeah. yeah. Had like Penny, <laughs> Aminra, and, and Burrow carried me basically to a championship last year. But, um, as a six seed, but yeah, so the quarterback thing is obviously the big thing for me. So I, I, I don't know, I'll, most of them, oh, not most, but a lot of those teams have a have a Kelsey um, or just one of the other high end, very serviceable tight ends. There's, there really is no other stud tight end at this point. Andrews isn't even a stud tight end this at this point. <sighs> no, but really. you know, I have a lot of Hawkinson who's been pretty solid and. Uh, I, I did have some Goddard, which obviously isn't helping me now. Come the playoffs, but uh, well, yeah, no, I'm he just, might be
2: coming back this week. When are you trust him yeah. and Waller might be both coming back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I was trust. Trying to yeah, Goddard. If
3: Goddard's back, I'm playing him because yeah, yeah, he's. uh he, well, that he is still is really quick. Really yeah, 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 and the, the, yeah, especially really now they did. Yeah. Was, they're really heating up. Yeah, they've had like two forty-point games in the last three weeks, and
1: the yeah. other one was thirty-five. That's what you you yeah. Yes.
2: yeah, don't <laughs> don't don't put bets on the Eagles at your own expense. Yeah
1: have them in the i always say like take them in the uh, them in the over you're probably okay you know what i mean like they're yeah, probably going to cover and they're probably going to score tons although of points, they so. do
3: get uh dallas during the fantasy playoffs which is not right. ideal they have one of the best defenses no. in the league so
1: sure right but, but it also electric i, I also <laughs> think it's a divisional game like you kind of throw out the records when it's a divisional game like the browns walloped the Bengals on uh, on halloween night on monday night football crushed them like they weren't even in the same division. And then, of course, they played again because division teams do that. And we played it at Cincinnati this time. And we won pretty easily, it looked like, without Higgins and Boyd. So, like, you just, you never know. Like, with divisional opponents, there's so much, you know, Uh, Yeah, but that that, you never
3: know could mean that the the Cowboys beat the Eagles 20 to 16 or something. Or 44 to 10
1: or something. I agree. But, I mean, it's just like that.
3: I don't know. I just feel like you
1: can't really trust any of the records if it's a divisional matchup like that. But it is makes it more fun. Uh, the last one I wanted to get into because this kind of came up in some of my in my home league, I guess, and some of my other leagues even. Uh, and I know you and Russ talk about this on Trade Addicts a lot, Rocky, but it's how do you prefer your playoff teams to be decided? Um, I think for the most part, most 12 team leagues have six teams in the playoffs. Of those six, almost all of the leagues that I'm in do head to head matchup standings with tiebreakers and things like that. But I think Trade Addicts is the one that has the the, the fifth or is it, the, is it just the one? The the sixth seed the sixth is potential team. points. Is that all it is, or is there more? Not than... potential points. It's just points, points scored. Right. Yeah. Okay. Points scored. Yeah. Now,
2: does that have to be the number one in the league, or just the number one out of that constellation out of like the bottom so, well, seven? Yeah, out of the yeah out of the out five of teams that
3: don't make it by record, whichever okay. of those seven teams has oh, the highest cool. score it gets in. Okay. So Even if the they're seven... like five and nine because they had really bad luck. You, you had the, <clears throat> the sure. most points. Of the when mind. that's
1: why I lost out on the playoffs and trade X one, because I was in there with standing, but I was about 150 points behind the
3: guy who was, you know, a game and a half or two games, whatever.
1: Oh, so I maybe to, we,
2: maybe we I keep to, it to keep Andrew Madden. I, I,
3: <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm going to screw this up. I already know it. Cause I can't remember the exact details, but it was hilarious in TA 10. Uh, the, All the records are kind of bunched near the, t- we're bunched near the top and there's like seven decent teams And me and Bosh were playing each other this week. And if he won, it was going to create a scenario where uh, because my record got worse, I would be the team out of the playoffs with more points. But he wouldn't have enough points with his record to beat the other teams. But if he (laughs) lost, he'd be the highest team scoring out of the playoffs. If you understand so he what would get plan. in yeah. so he tanked so and yeah. what he no what in. he did is he knocked himself out of the playoffs because he beat so, so
2: he could get that oh, guaranteed six. no five. way <laughs> right. yeah. so he I've ended never up winning seen that and He himself.
3: literally knocked right.
2: himself There was out the wow. way he was climbing out of it he'd to dive deeper into the crevasse you know that's right like, yeah that's crazy
3: deep- If he had won, I mean, if he had lost, he was in. If he won,
1: he was out. (laughs) That's nice.
2: I got to ask, how much y'all are in a lot of leagues. Um, So, and I'm I'm in about 12 dynasties that I'm running by myself that I really put a lot of time and like thought into. How much do y'all think about, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding skeezy but <laughs> man, manipulating the bottom six picks if you have a mm. few of them at the end like maybe sent, maybe being like hey <clears throat> looks like you're going into the playoffs let me give you this functioning running back or let me give you, you know well, guess... here let me
1: let me ask it a different way Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I guess the, what no i think what you're trying to ask is like how how do you manipulate it so that you benefit and maybe kind of screw over your league mates a little bit in a sense, right? Is it something like that? Or is it more like, do you tank if you're out of the playoffs? Like, how do you, how do you tank it that way? Like which way are you trying to take the question? I guess. So where I'm going
2: let's at it? say it's max points four, right. And you're carrying a bunch of <clears throat> in one league. I've got a perfect example. I just sold a bunch of them to somebody that I wanted to do this to, But um, gave him Jerick McKinnon, Latavius Murray. I was also offering like Richie James and Marquise Goodwin. I was just like, let me give you all these extra dudes that are going to be making points. And like, it doesn't matter. You're not trying to make the playoffs. Like you don't need to decide who's in your lineup, but like, I want, you know, if two of them score 20 points, that might be the difference between you getting 104 and 103.
0: Mm. So if you
2: can do a trade where you get something that, uh, you know, they're not going towards they're not, they're not going to be using towards the, towards the playoffs when they get in, but you give them a bunch of extra stuff and you're like, all right, you know, it's just, I guess it's just add ons. You can, yeah. you can add max points for with add ons as throw-ins in trades. That well, I was sense? even thinking like, yeah, I and it's I think 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 just that's, an edge to like throw, like, you know, put it in their fishnet.
1: Well, that's where I was like, maybe potential points solves some of that too, because like what you're saying is like, you, you're taking away potential points or points four for you and putting them on their bench in a sense, right? Like something like that, where like, now they're not your points. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Like you're, you're lowering your, your rank and kind of giving it to someone else to weigh them down in a sense and like not let them get the better pick. I love doing trades like that, especially this always goes back to, I think what almost every fantasy podcast has at some point is know your settings, right? Like know how that six team is getting in and know how that works, know how the other
2: picks are being decided. Sure. But, Some leagues do raffles at the bottom six. Some have like fight for uh, fight for your spots in the toilet bowl. So it's, yep. yeah, it's, and it would be nice to have a little, uh like a sleeper tab that has like a note section where you could be like, Oh, this league is weird because of this weird thing. You know, don't yeah. forget about Ugh.
1: this. Yeah. We were like, talking about it before the show. On yeah. Monday
2: in this league, set your waivers early. Something like yep.
1: that. Yep. No, that's a good point. And I think too, uh, something kind of on that, on that same vein is like, I would like to see a lot more potential points usage. I feel like potential points makes more sense than points for in general. Because I feel like that way, there's no you're not incentivized to bench your good players because it's like they're going to score. Could you explain to me what
2: rotisserie is? I've never really understood oh, what rotisserie is.
1: rotisserie is slightly different than all of what we're talking about. Rotisserie is sure. more like on categories where you would have. Is let's this say, what Redo, like,
2: When everybody says radio, something. Yep,
1: okay. and it's used a lot in baseball more than anything else. I know that's where I've always seen it more often than than football, where it's like whoever gets the most uh, strikeouts this week gets 12 points. Whoever gets second most strikeouts gets 11 points. And so you have multiple categories for the week. And so you might say, like, if I win a category, I'll get 12 points for that category. And that goes towards my total score for the week or for the year or whatever. And so you might have, you know, eight different categories that your league scores on, like runs and hits and all this stuff for baseball. With football, I feel like it's a little trickier. There aren't that many categories. It's like catches. You know, you might have like maybe you have a couple guys over 10, but like it gets kind of blurry when they're all getting two. you know, like how do you tie that? so I I just feel like it doesn't work as well in football from my experience, but that's more of a Roto league where you're scored against everyone else. It's not all play. It's scored against everyone else in individual categories. Whereas all play, which is even different than what we've talked about is kind of where you have, you play against all 11 other teams every week. And so you can get 11 and you can go 11 and zero in a week, right? You can get 11 wins in a week. If you do all play. Yeah. So there, I have a league like like that. that. Well, I have a league it, like that too. Yeah. Is
2: it? Are you only able to get that specific because it's M- MFL? Yes. Is that? Like, uh, yeah.
1: I don't the, know. That they sleeper do does that not allow know. for for all play. I no sleeper allows for against the median, which is similar, and it's kind of a, a sure, less restrictive One extra way. game,
2: not te- eleven. Extra games. And then you yeah, have like six in that of the league, get games. one extra win. Yeah.
3: I'm gonna do this as a as a flex because in that league, I'm 132 and 20 two going into
2: the so
3: wow but that's how it works you get the 11 you know 11 decisions every week and yeah that's
2: like 12 to 1 that's crazy yeah yeah
3: well i I had a good year (laughs) it's a pretty good team one of the
1: things i don't like about all play is that sometimes it can separate the league too much where like you can literally have teams by week 10 11 12 that are so far ahead that it's like what are we even doing here like the, the season's already over you know what i mean and Depending on how you do it, I know some are. The one that I'm in is a best ball all play, which is best ball all season. There's no playoffs; it just goes weeks one through 17. Is there a
2: waiver? Can you can you? Move? There's
1: I think there's one waiver run or something like that in that league. But again, the point of it is like what you start to late like learn really quickly.
2: Oh, I have no chance.
1: Right? Like, can it's I like make there's a only...
2: suggestion? Can I make a suggestion?
1: Feel free. I'm just not my league that I run. But <laughs>
2: every four weeks, every four weeks, this this uh, all play does a new draft.
1: Well, so that now you see. Now you're talking about a whole different kinds of formats. This is a dynasty league I'm speaking about, specifically a dynasty best ball all play, all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, Jake, love it! But Jake's so in that league, yeah. He said it's that's nice. two times as many wins as I have in that same league. So, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. The like league in, in all play leagues, it, I think it favors the good more than it favors the bad, and, and that to me, I don't think need you don't need to favor the good teams more. I just feel like they're already good. Like they don't need help being better. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I, I don't need that. Some, like,
2: yeah, you got to throw some variants.
1: Yeah, and I don't mind variants at all. I mean, this is
2: this is yeah, this is kind of like a,
1: a classic conversation for fantasy in general. But I like there being a luck factor. If it for wasn't, sure. if it was all like set your lineups on Thursday and the, the system decides who wins, that's boring. You know what yeah. I mean? Like no, I want to see some crazy plays. I want to see Brock Purdy throw two deep touchdowns to George Kittle and come out of nowhere and let me win. You know. That's part of the fun of this. Like, if it Wait, was all,
2: are you watching the game? Do that happen? Yeah. Does he have a soccer? yeah He does?
3: He had a 54-yard touchdown, yeah. I think, probably but right what? after you guys started. Yeah, I'm
1: yeah. Really... My, my point, my point, though, in all of this is, like, if you remove all the variance, you remove all the fun. Sure. Right? Like, there yeah, are yeah, definitely – yeah, At the end of
3: the day, you still want to gamble, you
1: know?
2: Yeah. yeah. None of us I know wouldn't anything.
3: want every league like this, but I actually do enjoy this league. And it's the funny. The, of course, because all... you're kicking butt in it, man. Like... Well, that, there's that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. A few, I'm kicking butt in a lot of leagues, have like, a ton of fun. Um, but it, uh, it's funny, the playoffs are essentially all play too. just, uh, the four teams that, that are playing this week It's just the top two move on the four teams yeah. that are playing next week, the top two move on. And then there's an actual head to head, essentially, you know, Yeah,
1: I'm in, in one life. of those in, in kitchen Cinco, which is uh one of, one of Ryan McDowell's contract leagues, which is entertaining. But so again, it's like, there's so many different formats. And I love that, but it also kind of back to your point, even a while ago now, Matt, where it's like, there's so many leagues with so many settings. It's like, how do you keep it all straight? You know what I mean? Like, oh man, I got, I have trade deadlines in some. And I know last week when Scott and I were talking, or two weeks ago, even, I don't remember now, but he was like, oh, I have trade deadlines coming up this week. I got to, you know, those are the ones I got to pay attention to first. Like, that's happening this week, you know? So it's just, it's crazy how that happens. But yeah, I, I love it. And again, playoffs are the best time of the whole season. I mean, obviously this is the whole reason we do it is to bring home that hardware, you know, get to the title game bring home that that banner, you get the ring, get the trophy, whatever it is. That's the reason we're here. So I think we've covered playoffs pretty well, but do you guys have anything else you want to bring up before we move on? I'm good. I'm good. Perfect. All right. So next thing on the show sheet, which is how Russ always says it like next up is what we have. Uh, (laughs) I wanted to make sure we did a listener league update. I know we do these every week or most weeks, but of course, speaking of playoffs, we got to give a shout out to all the teams in in junkies one and two that made the playoffs. So, man number one seed and in, in listener league one is andrew and rocky yeah
3: that's
2: yeah, the whole point
1: shout, of
3: doing this listener league
1: update so we can out, say man. that
2: bully up on your listeners that's right
3: uh well <laughs> nice. we, we sucked we we had, we had the, earned the 101 last year and we flipped this around in one year
1: yeah so. and i think i joined i helped you uh, after that league ended so i was not involved in being a terrible team i've only been involved since it's been number one that's yeah. right. i'm just taking that taking that crown uh bobby would disagree with that but <laughs> other, other teams that made the playoffs. Chris H. Gators, bitches, made the playoffs. Funky Bunch with Gustavo Reyna. Mikey MCKU, Jerry Shea, and Steven Treble all in the playoffs. So again, thank you so much, guys, for being in that league with us. I think it's going to be a fun ride to the end here. I know Rocky and I have a really good team, and we're
3: looking pretty prime. But and we actually lost that one on one, by the
1: way. Well, I was just going to say, like, yeah, yeah oh, we, Brees Hall, we right? had Brees Hall. Yeah, like we we took the one on one and and have still advanced this far. I think we've yeah. done a
3: terrific job. Some of our trades are really. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean we actually lost it. We drafted and then we
1: yeah, lost. he's
2: still on our Brees team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I'm we got injured. I'm on just the saying. Pre-small's no, no, no. He,
1: he was last year. He was the 101 rookie that we have on our, our IR. because But once you
2: hurt. drive the car off the lot, it's no longer the one-on-one. <laughs> so that's that's actually a used. great okay.
1: point. Gotcha. Great point. Yeah, he's not the one one You're right. Um, so anyway, that's been a fun one. I'm excited to see how that wraps up. Obviously, we'll keep you guys posted on that, but thanks for everyone in Junkies 1. Uh, Junkies 2, an entirely different picture. Uh, all three yeah. of the hosts are out of the playoffs. <laughs> None of us were even... Like We were all vying for the one in this league. It seems like all of us are at the bottom. It's a 14-teamer, so there are seven teams that make the playoffs in this one. Uh, the only team with a buy is Andrew Ember, who has just been crushing it. We mentioned him on the show a number of times. Yes. Uh, he's got the most dominant team by far. Uh, two through seven, we've got Justin Mercer from Coast to Coast Dynasty, Greg Dockett, Policy Gronks. Number four is Steven Munger. Uh, Find me a team name. Love that one. Uh, Josh and Drew, Fantasy Timeline guys at number five. Matt Akers, and then Jesse Schott at number seven. So... Again, a lot of our listeners did a really good job in that league drafting. Uh, it was a fun Under start-up we did last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were some some rough decisions. You know, taking Russ Wilson in the second might not have been a smart move.
2: That was a terrible startup. Me, you know Me what, though, Pat, honestly, also
1: he,
2: he could have been the number one. This I know year. he really could have. Well, he was so, such the he was such a favorite dark ho- horse until he started um, acting out in public.
1: Oh, uh, the cringe! But so. Did you have something you want to say on that one, Rocky? Before uh, no, I was just going to
3: say, me and Scott d- did have a lot of injury. We lost Cup, yes, Brees and Javante. Mm. So, in a fourteen-team league uh where they start eleven, I think, or something. Yeah. So, it's not yeah. like you have a lot of depth uh, to deal with, you know, deal from. So, yeah, that was rough.
1: Well, we we took Hertz in the first, which was great, and and did a lot of carrying for our team. Me and Bobby, who you know, I've taken over the team since Bobby's kind of uh, gotten out. But did you do
2: this at the beginning of this year? What, it, what yeah it was oh yeah yeah we're, we're this, the no, first. this was a startup
3: this year that i think
1: we, we, we were the in, like... 13th pick out of 14 so we oh, took her cool, at 113
3: man.
2: yeah okay yeah so you got hurts at 113
1: yeah so this is the trade i wanted to talk about i definitely want to give some discussion on this because it's one of the junkies trades that we've had and we haven't had that many lately but i think it's a pretty big one um i i guess my team sent jalen hurts and austin eckler to policy gronks who's the number three seed for Lamar Jackson, Michael Pittman, and a 24 first. Now, I know I'd brought this up before about Eckler and Pittman in the first. Like that trade just didn't quite go through and we couldn't quite settle on it. Well, after Lamar got hurt, I got the offer on my inbox of sending me Lamar for my Jalen Hurts straight up. And I was just like, I get why you send that, but I'm not accepting that as it is, right? Like that's not enough. So I added back that trade that we said we were close on that he couldn't agree to. And he accepted. So I'll start with you, Rocky, I guess. What were your thoughts when you saw this come through? Does this make sense? Did we get screwed? What do you think? What was the full trade again? It was Hurts and Eckler for Lamar, Pittman, and a 24 first.
3: Yeah, like you uh, – you traded Hertz, right? We traded
1: away Hertz. We're not in contention, and we're looking to the future. Like, I was going to say I like gear.
3: the hurts side because you know, I'm a big hurts guy. Nothing. I I always have to feel like I have to qualify There's Nothing to do with my fandom. I've, yeah. What what hat are you been wearing been there? It. I can't quite tell. Hey. <laughs> Eagles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I'm. I was talking them up coming into this year, and it's just been even better than I expected. I thought I just I I knew he was going to improve as a passer. And his rushing hasn't taken a hit at all. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty fair. I mean, you got, you know, I still like Lamar. I know some people are down on Lamar. Uh, He hasn't had an amazing season, but the upside is still there. Uh, The rushing is still there. And they just need to, to, they need more weapons. I mean, yeah, they, they 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 drafted Bateman. It's like they felt, okay, that's enough. We we don't need any more. We're not a passer. We're done, team. boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, going back to Hertz uh, for example. I mean, he you know, especially last year was more Lamar ish. He wasn't. Not that Lamar is a bad passer, but he wasn't an amazing passer. Hertz last year uh lamar's you know a decent passer he's not amazing either um he's definitely improved as he's, he's been in the league as Hertz is improving now but Hertz is, is probably ahead of him part of that's because they're giving well, weapons. him weapons yeah like yeah. a.j brown and smith and dallas goddard and and we were talking about this on trade addicts this week the part of the problem is that that Baltimore just doesn't want to even try that. Do they, do, no. They're they just like, we're going to run we'd the ball all a the completely,
2: time. We'd, have a, we'd be having a completely different conversation if A.J. Brown went to Baltimore. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: But the, the thing is, he would never go to Baltimore because the Ravens don't want to pass. Well, the he ball. would go; they would just never. No, no. Go. I mean, yeah. he wouldn't be traded by the <laughs> right. for, for by the by the Ravens because exactly. they wouldn't want to waste uh, resources on on a receiver that good when you're going to try and run the ball thirty five forty times a game between the. Not Lamar to say and... they
2: shouldn't try and do that because they probably should try and do that. Like, oh, they uh, should. Yeah. The Eagles down the stretch last year they killed it because they ran yes. it, they ran it, and they ran it and ran it, and they're good. What they wanted that. to they do, yeah. Doing that but even if they even if they need to keep doing that and they should keep doing that and it keeps on working to have AJ Brown be able to open up the top completely changes both sides of the it so yeah. you know, you know yep. up front and but down I thing.
3: think they also the smartly realized you don't you don't win long term you have to win, this is a passing league you win by mm-hmm. passing the ball like sure. you win champion you have to have a, a, an elite quarterback or close to an elite quarterback or at least a, a good quarterback playing at a high level and you have to be able to pass the ball. If not, you're not usually going to win a Super Bowl, It's, it's especially in this day and age, maybe in the past.
1: Well, and so kind of back to your Lamar original Jackson. point. Real yeah. quick, I just want to say back to your original point, that it's passing, but it's also there's got to be people to catch it. And I just the yes. Baltimore doesn't yeah. have anybody to catch it, so their passing game is just
2: weak. But it's yeah, the combination
3: of the two, yeah. yeah.
2: So as low as Lamar Jackson's um, value is right now because of, you know, for all the reasons and all the – at the end of the year, and there's going to be recency biases, he misses games and everything – uh, but there's also going to be a recency bias that we forget that kind of Bateman, is, Bateman exists as a target. And if they get yet another one, then it'll be like, um, it'll be like Herbert going from the first half of the year without his two main wide receivers and a rib injury. And now, you know, the way that he's bounced back and he's getting 30 plus every game. Uh, but there, there was a little bit of a dip where you probably could have flipped two a four Herbert straight up about, you know, week eight, and yeah. we might be doing, we might be looking at that for Lamar. We might be looking at that for Kyler. But um, if they, if the Ravens do invest in a, you know, a, a top seven in the class wide receiver, then are, are we going to see a resurgence with both him and Bateman coming back at the same time? Um, will he be multifaceted again and be a top five? Because he's not close right now. I don't think. Yeah, and I think no. if
3: if they, you know, get Bateman back next year and add somebody i mean it's also almost exponential to me because then it also opens up andrews more yep. uh because For basically sure. it's just like everyone cover andrews and that then the ravens are done yeah so well, i was shocked uh, when they point. traded
1: marquise brown i was like well I, yeah. well I that just blew my mind i'm like you're already kind of light bateman and brown aren't like you know right higgins and chase you know what i mean yeah. like, they're, they're not like stud studs and then they got rid of brown and i was just like uh guys like you know like well uh, is that are you sure so yeah i I am very curious to see what the Ravens do this offseason. I do think they sign Lamar to a longer contract yeah. and they kind of lock that down. I do think that this injury that he's had and this time away from the game and you know not starting is probably hurting his upper end contract chances. Uh, there is still a chance that he signs a monster mega, you know, eight to 10 year kind of deal. I don't think yeah. that
3: happens. I mean, they offered the running, him a huge deal. I think he just wanted more guarantees. Yeah. Correct.
1: And I think that that some of this with the injuries makes them potentially could make them less likely to guarantee it. Right. Where it's like, this is hurting his of case. Course. He's not dominating on the field. He, you know, he's not doing what you need to do in a contract year. So it's going to be interesting to see how the next six months really there play out because, they obviously they've got the draft the ravens are always terrific at the draft as a Bengals fan i can't tell you the last time i left a draft going out oh, we finally had better draft than the ravens they always outdraft us every time like it just seems like a a common drumbeat that we always hear is that they just they take best even though y'all usually
2: post. have like a top three pick historically right <sighs> i
1: know it's been a it's been a fun thanks for bringing that up man I appreciate that no it's uh <laughs> it
2: hasn't been lately we've been good. built lately. a powerhouse out of it yeah
1: well, I, I think it was. Did I say it was like three years ago today that, that we were uh, tanking for Joe Burrow? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy what can happen and how quickly things can turn. So, with yeah. that, I did. I did want to talk about obviously those those uh, those teams and talk about that trade a little bit. I'm glad we were able to get that in. But now we're we're pretty much lined up perfectly for our last segment here. So here
3: we go. Find me a trade. Find me a trade. Find me a trade. Find me a trade. You purposely looping it now, Andrew. I I loop it
1: every time because I never know when it's going to start for me. I always it's slow <laughs> on my end. Anyway, yes, the one and only Brian Hart taking us to the find me a trade eventually. So this team, uh, I'll
3: I, I can pull it up, Rocky. If you want to go through the settings, do you want to do that? Yeah, go. Uh, you do that. I will start here. It's uh, like we did last week with the, the I wasn't on, and we did. Uh, it's Andrew and Scott did one of my teams. Uh, we're doing one of Scott's teams this week uh, since uh, he's not on and wait scott uh, who i'm sorry scott sidlow our, our wait third we're, we're sidlow. doing
2: one of scott sidlow's teams we're doing a trick yes. for scott sidlow yeah no way <laughs> that dude is one of my absolute like that, i look up to that one that guy's got such a good brain with his oh, portfolio yeah. mindset oh, yeah. and the way he he looks at these things the way he attacks it that's it's the most interesting. I don't, We're
1: gonna have to make sure I, Scott listens to this episode. Dude, I don't really go.
2: care so, so much <laughs> about player takes. I like when people play the game strategically from a, oh, from yeah. a bigger, higher place, and it's Scott fun Connor listening and to him. "Low both." Terrific. Oh, for yes. sure, yes.
1: for sure. All right, keep going. Cool. There,
2: All right, let's let's do something. Yeah, this team, great. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, oh, it's pressure.
3: Superflex PPR uh, 1.75 tight end premium start ten quarterback two running backs three wide receivers tight end uh two flex and a super flex so basically kind of a lot of probably sort of your standard you know start 10 super flex setup there so uh 30 roster spots five ir spots 50 taxi yeah two-year limit on them which he mentions in his little description here um said he won the title two years ago or, or no i'm sorry he was in the title game two years ago and had uh Still lost after having Kamara during his six TD game a couple years ago. Uh, last year was me. a total disaster with injuries. This year, he barely missed out in the playoffs. It says he's clearly better than the bottom five teams, uh, but was unlucky how it turned out. Is uh, he's equal or better in points than three teams that did make the playoffs? Uh, this is what makes this league unique is that they draft before the NFL draft. I uh, have mm-hmm. a league like that. That's definitely interesting. And uh, that's part of the reason they decided that they could taxi up to 50 players and let the rookies stay on the taxi squad for a couple years. So he says uh, there's an advantage to getting extra picks and throwing as many darts as you can, since you have two years to find out and he's traded back uh, in the last two drafts to let up on future picks in the mid to late rounds. Cause there is risk reward since you don't know draft capital landing spots. sometimes uh, sometimes you get really screwed uh, in those kind of leagues, taking somebody in the first, like I, I know in the, the there's a league rust runs that that we do before the draft and i think yeah. howell was taken in the first where he was not being taken in the first well, anywhere at was
1: 101 in, in one of those leagues too like uh, the, I mean, yeah 102 yeah. i think
3: he was yeah Ugh. with because yeah everybody thought he's getting drafted in the yep. first round yeah so yep. but you can also sometimes get guys that are drafted in like the second round uh, in, in rookie second thing, yeah. yeah rookie second or third rounds like guys that get end up getting good draft capital or, or just end up producing they don't expect so happens every Year. Yeah. yeah so that that's his uh, description and the settings you want to run through the roster yeah
1: so this is a pretty good roster i mean scott's definitely on the right track here and he knows what he's doing so we're not shocked at this but he's got burrow goff and wilson at quarterback with brett ripon nick mullins and Tyler. russell I'm wilson behind him. russell yeah wilson. russell wilson good to clarify you're right russell that's why i listed him third because i still put goff ahead of him uh <laughs> running back he's got i mean i think this is still a pretty stellar running back group he's got alvin Kamara, tony pollard aj dillon Jamal Williams, Devin Singletary, a couple other guys after that, but yeah. that's not bad. I don't mind Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, A.J. Dillon. That's a pretty good running back group. Not terrific, but good. Uh, receivers, he's got Tyreek Hill, uh, Garrett Wilson, Gabriel Davis, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, LaVisca Chanel, Calvin Ridley. I remember that guy. Uh, Rashad Berriman, Rashad Higgins, Randall Cobb, a couple other guys. But that's a, pretty, that's a pretty solid receiver group. So, again, I'm seeing a theme here. But then we fall off a cliff here at tight end, in my opinion. We've got – I the, guess uh, Taysom Hill, Austin Hooper, John O. Smith, and Harrison Bryant. Uh, none of those guys wow me, but at the same time, that's tight end for you lately. Uh, he does have Greg Dolchitz on his taxi, and I was going to mention that at some point. That's like, nice. I, I would be top
2: 10, right? Top I
1: yeah, Well, yeah, I think he's top. I mean, I would call him top 10 probably now in Dynasty just because it's, it's you never know. But also, like, in this league with the taxi squad rules, there might have been a benefit to not calling him up yet. He's got plenty of space. Maybe, you know, kind of see how it goes. He didn't make the playoffs so there's no reason to call him up now right so might as well leave him on taxi other okay, than that so, the, so one
2: thing is this is that's mfl specific is that the taxi will will hide points from the max points for Correct. Yes. and yep. sleeper does not you can't hide points in the max points for you might as well play in if you got him.
1: correct yep that's okay, a good sorry. that's a good distinction yeah i'm pretty sure that's true anyway uh but then other than other than dulce he's got like charlie kohler snoop connor like some like jerome ford names we've heard of but no other real points there to mention um, you know, they is really the, the cream of that crop. So that's, that's his team. And again, I think it's a pretty solid team. I do think, again, it depends on how you build your teams. This is to me, this is not a Rocky team. <laughs> this is much more of a Scott Sidlow team where he's got, you know, Burrow, Goff and Russell Wilson. Like that's kind of a good combo there, but I guess Rocky, maybe we'll start with you. What do you, what do you think about this team? And what was your trade? we will let you go first.
3: Yeah. Um, I kind of think it, is what it ended up being. It's a middling team that just had some bad variants and ended up on the wrong side of the playoffs. But I don't think it's something where if he'd snuck in, this was going to like, no, come on to the title or anything like that. Uh So I, I, and since he's out of the playoffs anyway, my, my trade was sort of look, obviously looking to next year. Cause he's got nothing mm-hmm. to play for this year. And it was trading Alvin Kamara to Pinkley and the brain. And I put two options, either a 2024 first, which uh I put it into DTC and DTC has Kamar more than a 24 first, or Traylon Burks, which uh, DTC has less than, than Trailon, uh Kamar less than Traylon Burks. But I, I would just love moving on from Kamar at this point, anywhere I have him if I'm not competing. Uh he's you know, what is he gonna be 27 next year? Uh 27 I think, so. I think he's 27 or 28 right yeah uh, i
2: What's could be 27 wrong on that
3: now i think he nope, is 20 he'll be now.
1: yeah mean, what I'm he saying. might
2: miss half the season and be 28 and, when he comes back uh, yeah and that's time. what i was you know we yeah there's just getting, too many things
3: he could yeah he could he could get suspended next year true. um so and, and it's not like he's been producing like gangbusters this year uh, i mean he's had some games including like a, a 40 point game at one point but uh Last four weeks, uh, it's been seven and a half, twelve point nine, seven and five point seven. So Ooh. I mean, hopefully yeah, right? you have to hope the guy you're trying to trade him to isn't looking at that. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta remember and, and it's just he hearing yeah. Alvin yeah. Kamara the name because he yeah. started off fairly well. But yeah, uh, so but the guy that I was sending into, uh, if I can find his roster, he only has I think like one decent running back. Um, there it is. Uh, he has. Kenneth Walker, who just came who just came back from injury. And really everybody he has De- you know, Dante Foreman who's playing okay. Cam Akers, who's showing some signs of life, but nothing he can depend on. And, yeah, and
1: this Wilson, guy – Yeah, he's got some some guys you can bandage together for a running back. What yeah.
2: are you asking for?
3: Uh I, for either as 2024 first or trail on Burks is what I put on okay. there. Uh both nice. I think are in the, the range for Kamara uh and this guy is in the playoffs he's like the uh, and i purposely kind of went into the the middle playoff teams he's the the third seed but he's like uh, fourth in points out of the six playoff teams so he's a guy who might see i need you know i need a little something extra here if i'm going to beat these guys at the top uh so kind of like what you guys were talking about earlier maybe uh you know the calculator said Burks is an overpay. I don't know that he, he he even is. I mean, depends. Some people are higher, than, I I like Burks a lot. I'm just saying his value is not exactly at its peak right now. So that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the I thing, think the thing I, that I oh, like man.
2: about you about you sending a 24 first is that it's worth a little bit less than a 23 first, right? But also um, sending him Chimera to use while stripping his liquid cash is a nice way to make sure that 24 first is a little bit later than it should be. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And I wish there was a way, like I wish there was a, <clears throat> a term that we could put on uh sending, you know, like I did some trades this year. Anytime I needed to get rid of Brady or any temporary quarterbacks, I'd I'd search for 24 picks because yep. you're not hurting your pick place. You're actually helping your pick place because you're gonna be um making it harder for them to get what they need to make pushes in the year that decides where that 24 is gonna be. So I like I like sending aging running backs for 24s because your your uh you know a first is worth less one year down the road but it's worth a lot more when it's higher because the player well, falls off a cliff when you I like the way they, you know. put
1: that too especially for running backs where it's like you're you're more likely to if you do that trade your 23 chances go up you become a better team in 23 but there's a potential that the- your 24 now is worse because that aging running back is a year older so sure. I like
3: that logic you're doing there. I mean, and it's like, kind of you like said, that's a, a really great point I haven't thought about that. You're taking yeah. away a potential asset that he can use to make that 23 team better. Yeah, because he, he, he won't be able to buy
2: 23 Henry first. down the stretch for his 24 first if Henry's still doing his monster thing. He won't be yeah. able to buy like the Saquon of that year because he's going to be strapped for cash.
1: And well, then, I mean. It's like thinking two two moves ahead, right? That's the whole sure. point. It is, know, it is literally two moves ahead. Exactly. Two draft
3: picks ahead. Yep. And it works too because you're not, I mean, you're not getting a 23 first for Kamara at this point. Mm-mm. I mean, I uh, doubt it. Yeah. yeah. No. And and in what, four, four months, five months, that 24 first. Already, its value is going to skyrocket. You're after the 20 second. <laughs> so,
2: when you have to scroll down to see the the assets, and right now we're seeing all the 23, 2023, 23, 23, yeah. and then you see the 24, 24, 24, 24. Right when that 23 is still there, those 25s are going to be free. Yeah. And then, as soon as all those 23s get used, they're going <laughs> to all of a sudden be more was like double. Yep. So, it, it, there's like little bitty windows where you can be like, I want that thing for half price, and it's going to be double the value within one week watch this and it happens and like if you every keep, time yeah every time like like yep. and if Consistent. You can, yep. i have time blindness i got a little weird like a bunch of head things but time blindness is one of them and uh i need to be better about like learning schedules on different leagues and everything and uh but that's that's so i have an article coming out at uh dff dynasty and it has to do with how to split up the leagues and how to take a broader view and i like to look at things in quarters and uh just it it makes chopping up compartmentalizing dynasty a little bit easier
1: i've heard others talk about theory theory. yep i've heard others i i I mean again i used to do that when i was in you know eight leagues ten leagues but now that i'm in like 17 set lineups and then a bunch of other ones and I'm obviously we're podcasting and writing articles and all this like Mm -hmm. mine's literally one week at a time like I break mine down like what do I need to win this week like let's just look at it right now and let's get through this and then I love January because that all goes away and I can kind of get back to my building mode you know my favorite cool well yeah so uh, let's get into yours then man I know you said you had a couple interesting ones I'm curious what yours is and I'll finish with mine
2: um I don't know if you're able to share screen. Are you able to put up these two teams next to each other? Because there's a bunch of pieces that I want to play with with a playoff team since I don't know out. if
1: I can do that, but I can okay. try.
2: If you can because you screen okay. share which his two, team. which two
1: yeah, which two do you want me to? do? Uh,
2: I'd like Hot Rod and Chicken Shack one.
1: Lord Chicken McDicken? That's awesome. <laughs> That's Scott's team, but uh yeah, on. those
2: two. The the one that we're doing at Hot Rod.
1: Hot Rod, gotcha. I'll get those pulled up. Here you go. Okay.
2: And where's Hot Rod in the playoffs? Can you tell me that? Does he need a little help?
1: Probably. So let's do said hot rod in the playoffs. I can look that up. This is MFL. We have this information,
3: folks. It looks like he's six by by victory points, which I'm assuming that means he's 16. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah.
2: So he's sixth place.
3: Yes, he's the six yeah, six the uh, okay. playoff six best, yeah, six seed, six
2: place playoff team. Oh, you got him pulled up next to each other, my dude. That's awesome. That's okay, great. Best I can <laughs> do because
1: right. we I can't I can't do a trade like we're not in the league, but this is the best up. No, I no, can no, pull no of course.
2: Play. But so I got a bunch of pieces. That's the problem, is I got like eight pieces going in this trade. Okay. Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. Well, look, let's look at let's look at hot Rodders, right? Who is who are he's he's number six in the playoffs. Maybe he thinks he has a chance, maybe he doesn't. Who are his quarterbacks? Let's start with that. His it quarterback, so Lamar Kyle Jackson, Haller. Kyler
1: Miller, yeah, Kyler Murray, yep. yeah,
2: Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. That dude is in big is. Yeah, big trouble. I'm gonna get crazy with it. All right, <clears throat> I bet you that this dude might have a little bit of impatience with London, and we're gonna work with that. He's also busted with Kyler at QB, and he's busted with Lamar at QB. I want to go. He's really gonna drink
1: land in here. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. I want to go really big. <clears throat> I want to get his two QBs that are injured. I want to get Lamar Ooh. and Kyler. Yeah. Oh, we're going We're going to like get that. And we're also going to go for London and maybe his 24 first. But here's, here's what we're going to give him to make that work, okay?
1: Yeah. We're going to give him
2: Joe Burrow, who's healthy going into the playoffs. Yeah. We're going to give him Goff, who may have two years left, and is probably he's got a really nice playoff schedule. We're yep. going to give him Pollard because we're rebuilding, and that dude is a league winner.
1: Yeah. We're going to give him
2: – Camara, because we're trying to get rid of him any way we can. And we're going to give him Tyreek Hill, because that dude's also a league winner. And you know what? All those guys, I'm okay, because I'm also kind of, you know what? I want my trade partners to win. I want people to look at my trades afterwards and be like, God damn it, why did you do that trade? Blah, 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 blah. And what they really mean is, can I be the first guy to talk to you next year? So I would give him, because we also have Huntley, so it's nice to get Lamar. But that's nothing. That's literally being like, well, I got I got five cents in my pocket. I might as well get 95 cents to make it a dollar. Anyway, <laughs> so we're giving them Burrow through the playoffs. We're giving them Burrow, Goff, Pollard, Tyreek, and Camara. And we're trying to get Lamar, Kyler, London at 24 first.
1: I am putting this into DTC because I'm curious. I think I know. it might be enough. I, I, I love the, one, the thinking. Yeah. That's yeah, I, that's a monster. And it makes so much one. I
3: like. I love that. Like th- it's such a good idea to try a guy as Lamar and Kyler. All right. Try and send them a quarterback, but
1: we may have to give of, him
2: AJ like, Dylan, and you know what? That's fine. Here's
1: where I'm coming. Again, I know calculators are not everything. But I love oh, doing no. especially on big ones, because I'm always curious how they come well, also, out. Also,
2: you got to think, how quickly do they keep up with injuries? Because two of these guys, well, I know, you got to hey, wait play on, You're going to
1: like Sorry. it, Matt. You're going to like <gasps> it. You're going to like it. You're not, you're not angry here. The, the Lamar getting side. More. <laughs> Lamar, Murray, Drake, Drake London, and the 24 first on uh-huh. DTC as of right now, which I feel like is pretty accurate up to the minute, is 144.9. That's a lot. That's a
0: big trade. That's Joe Burrow,
1: <laughs> Jared Goff, Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, and Tyreek Hill is 152.9. Uh, that's, that's nice. So it's that's only close. off by about seven points. And it's saying you're
3: giving up. Yeah, no, you're you giving don't need up to more than you're getting. Yeah.
1: And you, you know what? And
2: you know what? You know what DTC is not counting? Playoff points. And that well, needs yeah. them. This exactly. is a good trade. This exactly. Is a good trade. Scott, I, I hope you're listening because like this one could – this, this yeah. could be a I don't usually winner. come up
3: with nine-piece
2: trades or whatever that is, but I really like you that are, one. Yeah. It's a gesture. That is amazing. Thank you. Like, thank you. <laughs> welcome to my furry, furry lair. Man,
1: <laughs> that's a monster trade. But again, let's, let's analyze this for a hot second. You're sure, exactly sure. Right. What, what are we guy, the play?
2: What are we giving the playoff team? He has no quarterbacks, right? Yeah, exactly. No, you're giving him He's a gone. chance. You're giving, so giving him a chance to win. We're giving he him does Burrow, have
3: Davis so Mills. Burrow's
2: clearly <laughs> going, yeah. So we're giving him Burrow, we're giving him Goff, who's there's been talk about. That's nice. Burrow, Goff, Pollard, league winner, Tyreek, league winner, Camara, get him off our bench. Um, and we're getting Lamar injured, Kyler injured, London not helping him at a 24 first. Fuck it you pay up right? I, oh, I don't hate I'm sorry.
1: it. I don't it's hate fine. it. <laughs> okay.
2: fine. No, it's
1: no, fine. I, you're, you're totally allowed to do that. I, I wanted Google, to say right? one more thing though. This guy's got Higgins. So that's a stack. Some people like that, right? Mm, you can sell mm-hmm. it with that, the Burrow Higgins stack, which I think is can kind of interesting. Uh, he's also got, I thought he had another, well, his tight ends oh, are oh, really good. Oh,
2: you know what? Can we, can we send him, uh, can we send him, you know what? Don't send him anything. Gimme <laughs> Waller. You don't even know who Waller is. Give me Waller because I goddamn feel like it.
1: Yeah, Waller on IR. I think yeah, that's actually yeah, not a bad man. throw in to make it like five, five and five, like five yep. picks on a yeah, side. Waller has
3: like no value right
1: now. But Waller right. has been cr- like hey, cratering the KTC. Value.
2: Is he less than seven? Because
1: he's <laughs> no, he's he's fourteen. So that, that unbalances it a little bit. But I think that, to kind of get back to your original point. This doesn't factor in the chances that now this guy can win
2: the league. It's there a contender be a bonus tax. on your on your points. If the contender points, tax is seven correct. points out of 150, yep. that's a small contender tax.
1: Nope. And I love it. And I think, too, if we do it the other way, if we add Waller, it's 152.9 on the Burrow side to
3: 158.8 on Lamar. So that's only six points the other way. So I don't and, mind that at all. And the, like like you said, the guy is losing zero that is helping him win in the playoffs. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, yeah, becomes he an instant for? contender with it's yep. it's a, it's a Burgo, two quarterbacks, Tyreek Pollard and, and Kamara. Yeah. yeah, that would cool. that would be one of those like
1: you break the league chat kind of trades. Like where that everyone, would be amazing. Tra- oh, like, I
3: could so totally mad. see. I I love that because like t- the guy's a six seed and he had yeah. two great quarterbacks and he probably thought he could make a run and he limped I totally in. see that getting <laughs> accepted. I, well, yeah, if I'm sure. that
1: guy, I'm I'm almost smash accepting that. I'm like, I know, oh, yeah, it. It. It's, let's it's go. Wait okay, for both
3: sides for sure. I love it. I love it. And it's well, not
1: we like should have ended on that one. God. Crap
3: quarterbacks <laughs> either. I mean, one of them was Joe Burrow. So and, yeah, yeah, you're yeah.
2: getting real real like pieces, yeah. real pieces.
3: And Tyreek, Ty- Ty- yeah, Tyreek's so with the wide receiver two or one. Oh right no, he's one.
2: Tyreek's wide receiver one, and he's only he's only twenty eight. I think it was y'all that had the uh, the it was a trivia thing and it was like well yeah. this twenty eight wide receiver this twenty eight hours here and I was like I can't think of a single twenty eight year wide receiver except for maybe Amari Cooper T- Tyreek is younger than the rest of his class.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. this is funny. Re- Recovering Ridley Twitter puts this in the chat as every player is listed that made more and more sense. I completely agree. Like nailed it, nailed it, Matt. You know what you're doing. That's well Thank played, you, buddy. This I is my think... favorite
2: part of the game. It's it becomes like yes. obsessed. And to be honest. Um, Andrew, like 30 minutes before we came live, I was like, You have to teach me to use MFL. And were like, Well, here's <laughs> yeah. the sixteen. And I was like, At least tell me who which six teams are yeah. in the playoffs that we can work with. And you show me a, you and I took a screenshot of your screenshot that you sent me of which teams are in the playoffs. And I was like, We'll start there, you know. Yeah. And I love uh, it. I love but it. But this is my favorite part of the game, it's my absolute favorite part of the game. Ours is that too. Like, everybody yeah. can be happy, every single person involved can be happy. And everybody outside of it's going to be
0: mad. <laughs>
1: They're going to be so angry. Good. The Good. other thing I wanted to hit again is the fact that you said, I want people to like trading with me. I oh, don't yeah. think we talk about this enough in Dynasty. There's so much talk. I know you you brought it up with Rocky with Russ. I know you talked about it a couple of times where it's like, I don't mind losing a trade and winning the war. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind Dude, losing a trade. Dude, it's about, about building trade.
2: relationships. It's about Correct. like building trust with people. And like, I will, one of my favorite things to to remember in this is that like, just don't be too extreme. You can you can shear sheep through their whole lives. Right, but you can only skin a sheep once. Correct. And then all of a sudden, your entire flock starts getting sick. So you can't yep. like, don't be don't be out of line. I, I don't think that that Trey was asking for too much. I think both God, sides no. are getting really happy. One yeah. side one side is getting a bunch of wool to work with, and the other side is getting like a nice clean sleek new uniform to go into the playoffs right? it was yeah. it was slightly different oh so don't like, have trade deadlines either yes yeah.
3: yes it was slightly different because this was before the just before the season instead of the playoffs but it kind of reminds me what we did in junkies yes andrew. i mean you, there was a guy that was that contended last year that wanted to blow up his team because he thought it was getting too old and we and me and andrew out. were coming out of that rebuild <laughs> and wanted yep. to be contenders and we literally, it was like that. We trade. I think we. It might have be. I think we did two separate trades with the same guy that were like it's just in it's a day. A that was a economy. There you know? were twelve it's a players involved. Flowing money. Yeah, and it was sorry, kind of the ahead, same I'm thing. Sorry. He wanted to get rid of points, and we wanted to. And we, we. I think there might have been some young players in there, but I know we sent him. It was like unleash the dragon.
1: Two trades on the same day. So uh, just because you're bringing it up and I have it up here. So we all together, this is, again, this is kind of crazy when you listed everything out, but it's sort of what you just did. It's just two monsters, but (laughs) all of it together. We sent Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, Dawson Knox, 23 first, Kadarius Tony, Alec Pierce, a third, a fourth, and a 24 first. All of that for Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Geno Smith, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Zach Ertz. So, like, you clearly see the Fields Watson side as the rebuild with all those picks and everything. But then la- the Lamar, Russell, and Geno side was, obviously, that's, like, the win-now side. And I'll be honest, like, that that team has come a long way even since then. We added Kittle with Unleash a couple weeks later, uh, where we sent Ken Walker, T- Njoku, and a second for Kittle and Patterson. Again, like, the, the- – And you the- could the- also see, Patterson. too – Oh, was this for last Niro? year – yeah, This is before the season. This is yeah. for oh, you, Okay,
3: you can also see that it's almost similar okay. to in the fact that I think even now, three months later, it I think he got the better end of that deal. I, I, yeah, value wise, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. But we got yeah. a ton of points, but and we're,
1: we're the number one, one in the seed by and we a lot of We can lot, win yeah. the title,
2: yep. Yeah, <laughs> flags fly forever. Well, and I
1: think but the thing Russ always talks about is pretty rosters. Like, there, there is something about having a pretty roster. I kind of Ty- like Tyrique titles more. But...
2: Tyreek on a roster is just, it's silly. It's silly. Well,
1: <laughs> so, on well, that note, I guess we'll get into my trade, which is much smaller, but I, it was with the same team. So, I love that you brought that team up because I felt like there were some options within that team. And, sure. again, that terrific trade on that one, Matt. Well, I'm Wacky not going to be He said it,
2: too. He said aim for the lower guys that are in the winning yep. bracket.
1: Well, so my thought was the same, but I took a different approach sometimes. And, and maybe this is a good way to, to preface this, too. Sometimes you offer those monster trades and the other guy's like, whoa, 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 way too much. Like, I'm not looking to blow my team up like that. And you're like, oh, I would have made so much sense. So it's always nice to have a smaller pivot. Right. Mm-hmm. So my pivot, which is including some of the same players, uh, well, sort of, uh, was Goff and Marquise Brown sending Goff and Brown because, again, he needs a quarterback of some sort. And that way, you, it's super flex. You don't have to start two. But you got Goff and Brown for T. Higgins and Darnell Mooney. Now, Higgins is kind of hurt limping into the playoffs, quite literally, and Mooney on IR. So it's like those two players are probably not winning you the league, but you get Goff and Brown who can score you points right now. So it's the same idea, just on a much smaller scale. And I don't know. Again, you're sending a quarterback without getting one back. So there's a tax there. There's yeah, a tax from a contender you're not taxing
2: him. You're not well, taxing him. I think I, say, I, think so I am, but here's the issue. I don't think that Hollywood and T. are that far off. Mm. Personally, I know that I they do. are. I know that I know that they're like third and fifth startups. I know that they're different, but I don't think that there's enough of an upgrade um for it to be valuable for the person offering it who's also giving them points. Um, and I'd rather have golf than Mooney, also, even on a rebuild. That's so entirely know, fair. Yeah, entirely so it's, fair. It's I, I, uh, I think also, that you're undertaxing I, him. I think that it should at least be a two, uh, one, two, uh flip i mean goff
3: is can be hard to move even though he has played well recently Um, so
2: that's that's another reason i don't really like this is because we're selling players that we know have more value than the market gives them and those shouldn't be the players that we're shopping because goff probably has more than his worth same with Tannehill. same with same with marquise i think i mean i think that we're you're i so let me, let me, let me
1: add some more seasoning to this. No, Sorry. it's good. Let me, add, I, I don't hate what you're saying at all. You're on the right track. I think that the where I'm going with this is Goff does me no good on my team, right? Like mm-hmm. you were saying before with Camara, it's the same logic. Marquise Brown, I'm not a huge fan of him. I don't think that he's going to be a stud receiver. I think he's wide receiver two, three material, whereas Higgins okay. is wide receiver one, two material. So I do value them differently than you, which is always fine. So the yeah, other catch sure. then is if you were the Higgins Mooney side, you would smash except Goff and, and Marquise Brown, right? Like you would easily say Marquise Brown and Jared Goff easily, gladly, right? That's sometimes that's that's what I'm looking for though. Like you just said it before, like I want that person to feel like they made a great trade. And I think what this actually hits on, which is something we always talk about, is that nobody has a true valuation of anybody, Mm -hmm. right? Like I value the trade this way. My whole my whole whole
2: tagline on Twitter is um, everybody values everybody differently. Yep. That's the that is how it that is how I play the entire game. Everybody plays everybody values everybody differently.
1: And I'll say that all four of these players are wide variance players. All four of these players have crazy num like names to them. The other catch though and I, this might have been noticed, you keep Burrow and you get Higgins so you get a stack and you're giving him Brown for his Murray next year and he gets a stack. So like I like making trades like that nice. too because yeah. it kind of feels like we're each helping each other out. I here's the other twist though. And this is something that I don't usually do is I usually send low ball offers. So I probably would have added a second to this as the starting spot and then been like, okay, I'll do it without the second. But you then know what sometimes I, I feel like if you want playoffs, to not if, time for that,
2: if you want to mess with, if you want to just start from somewhere a little different, I was going to say a, a two, one uh, flip would be nice for this. Um, <clears throat> maybe a first and and include uh I don't know. It, I always get too big and then I like to chop it down with the other person. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> no it's great, but but um oh we, we have Huntley and he has Lamar. And Lamar's right. kind of if you so throw in Huntley for a second, and well, then maybe you you even do like him, co-
1: what if you switched out Brown for Huntley and you did Goff and Huntley, right? Oh, Goff yeah. and Huntley for Higgins and Mooney. Now you get two quarters you, you can get start right now, right? Well, you see what I'm saying, right? Like that's yeah, now no, you brown. Oh, sure. You for get sure. to get Higgins, you get Mooney. Like, that gives the guy two quarterbacks. Like, that might be an easier one to pull off, and it's much more taxable on your end, right, Like what you're talking about. Like, it's more on the lowball side, but the guy gets two quarterbacks. He's giving up Higgins and Mooney, who aren't scoring him that many points.
2: I mean, Higgins, I would love him to, but he's just not right now. Yeah. So that's
1: kind of where my head's at. Like, maybe that to would be better.
2: Too. But, I'm all, <laughs> but, but I'm also nervous to play Marquise this week with uh, whoever's throwing a <laughs> pass. Colt
1: McCoy. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. nervous. What do you think about my trade there, Rocky? I don't know if we got your words on there.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of with Matt in that. Uh, I, I'd probably like a little more. I, I, the other thing I was, th- I, I didn't look at the team again, but just if, if there was maybe some piece better than Mooney, I would like it more. I think Mooney's nice little player, but like you said, he's also hurt. Um, which doesn't matter to Scott, but uh, well, like and... Alec
1: Pierce, maybe, or like I don't, Drake London seems like good. too much, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like Mooney, but I don't think he's going to be like a long-term asset. I just, yeah. Think and I think they're drafting year. a receiver there next year too. Ooh, that, so that
3: definitely changes things. But yeah. could, could, you know, there's always the two sides of that, that maybe having a better receiver on the other side of it makes Mooney better. You know, there's all that kind of stuff, but uh, i am just, I've just never been huge on Mooney. I, he's had some nice statistical bumps, but uh, he's also had a lot of mediocre mediocrity and I just don't think he's a, a I don't think he's that good of a player. I think he's a, a nice little player who's been better than he is in real life. For He's been better he's, for fantasy because uh, he's the only guy there. That's fair. That's fair. But, but so, yeah. So, I mean, if you, if you could upgrade something for Mooney, uh, I, again, I don't have his roster in front of me. I'd rather than add a piece, like, because like, Pierce I don't consider better than Mooney. Uh, but if there was something better than Mooney to put with Higgins, I'd like it a little more. Jahan Dotson? Wouldn't that be better than Mooney?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is that enough better? I guess is the real question. Or even yeah. Darren Waller. Is Waller better than Mooney? <laughs> no. I, I mean, at this point, I don't know. I don't think so. I'd um, rather have Mooney yeah. myself. You could just
2: do more keys yeah. for London.
1: Well, so I was wondering about that too. Like there obviously we can go for hours on this. I think we've done for a sure. pretty good job covering some of this. I think it's pretty clear, Scott, you got to make a trade with this hot, this uh, hot rodder team because that's the team that needs a trade the most. Darnell Mooney,
2: Darnell Mooney is younger, sexier hunter run from.
1: I would even go further than <laughs> that and say Darnell Mooney is the reality of what we thought Gabe Davis wasn't going to be, right? Like, Gabe oh, Davis is, like, this Darnell Mooney heart. wannabe. Like, I just – they're both those kind of, like, big boom bust players that had all this hype and then what? Like, nothing. you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't come through, you know, yeah, for sure. just got in the way in a little bit, you know? Uh, of I mean, course. Or maybe that's a buy
2: opportunity or maybe – you know, and again, I'm not you sure you are the, luxury guys, and we like them, and we like to have them on our teams because we get them for late second. And what else are you going to do with it? Right. And well, I'd much rather have fun the, just have these guys.
1: Well, I'd rather have the Bills' offense than the Bears. I don't think anybody's arguing that. <laughs> like the, sure. the Bills' offense is a better option. But I just, I think that's a pretty good job. Hopefully, Scott can pull off something in this and get back to us. Uh, maybe even by next week's show. That'd be awesome if he could catch up on this. But. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on. Really appreciate your time. I think that was probably one of the better trades I've heard on this, on our find me a trade. So you crushed that Yeah, that it was that a one. good one. Well, that's that your focus.
2: One. I'm happy to be here. Cool. And again, that's why it's our
1: <laughs> favorite segment, because you never know what you're going to get. So before we get out of here, why don't you tell people where they can find you and where, I guess, where all your stuff is
2: again, just in case they missed it earlier. Um, if you look to the bottom of the screen, it is at FFMadJester <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, you can find me and my articles on, uh, at DynastyFootball.com. Uh, it's at DFF. <laughs> sorry, at DFF. Fantasy.
1: <laughs> You're asking me? Yeah, okay. yes, you Hang
2: on, I can find it. <laughs> at DFF Dynasty. It. I'm sorry. It's at DFF Dynasty. It's uh, Dynasty Fantasy Football. Dot yeah. com. I'm sorry. At DFF underscore Dynasty. It's no, it's okay. I was my, supposed my to friends, catch you. My on friend that. before I came on the show, my friend uh, had a surprise engagement party. So I I didn't get to read up on anything. And I'm sorry that I was a little bit, uh, you know, papers all in the air for this. You're doing great. You know, you're doing great. You're killing
1: it. So thank you so much for coming on. I'll I'll wrap us up here then. So we've got, obviously I'm Andrew Hall at Andrew Hall FF, Rocky at Dynasty FF Addict, Uh, Scott, Scott Sidlow. We're not giving his handle. Uh, You can follow us at Dynasty Junkies as well. Follow the DAP Network, the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network at DAP underscore network on Twitter. Uh, you can see us go live every Thursday for free. You don't need to be part of the Patreon or anything like that. We got a bunch of guys in the chat today, uh, Rocky. I'll let you say goodbye to them and uh, get us out of here tonight.
3: Yeah, this was a really good night in the in the chat. We had uh, our buddy Toronto Dave. To talk to Dave is awesome. I met him at the expo. Uh, Jerry Bagshaw, Jake Earl. Uh, I love this username, Mister Scamper's. Oh, we love uh, Scamper's. Scampers. <laughs> Uh, and Ridley Truther. there was all kinds of people in the chat today so shout out to them uh thanks for again to matt for coming on always love talking to matt i met him at the expo as well um had him on trade addicts he's a uh, really great guy to talk to knows his uh knows his fantasy uh he's just a fun guy to, to talk to in general and uh and i guess that's pretty much it so uh with that junkies out